Hello there, friends, and welcome to the New Testament in a Year podcast. I'm Sean Bailey, and I'm excited to share this journey with you where we, where we read God's Word, and we journey on the narrative of the life and the teachings and the mission of Jesus Christ and the ministry of his disciples all through the New Testament. Today we are continuing our journey in Acts. We're in the third chapter now of the Acts of the Apostles, the now what, as Jesus ascended into heaven. This this is how the disciples responded and ultimately how the ministry of Jesus continued through his believers as the fulfillment of the Great Commission, which is go into all the world, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. And that's what's happening now. We're seeing this happen. And the, the just the foundation of the church is being built. And it's pretty impressive. It's not just being built on the shoulders of men, but on the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 3 tells us a lot about that and kind of some things that we want to look for. And that's what we want to start with. As we begin our reading today, I want to remind you to look for some things. Before we read this scripture, here's some things to look for. Look at this miraculous healing that the disciples are going to perform and look for Peter's boldness in healing a man that was lame from birth. Listen for Peter's sermon, the content and the focus of the message that he shares. Watch how the people respond and react to the miracles. And ultimately, what name was used whenever these miracles were performed? So let's, let's check this out. Let's jump into Acts chapter 3, verse 1 through verse 26. A little shorter than the, than the last episode. Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple for for their time of prayer at three in the afternoon. A man who was lame from birth was being carried there. He was placed each day at the temple gate called Beautiful so that he could beg from those that were entering into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple, he asked for money. Peter, along with John, looked straight at him and said, Look at us. So he turned to them expecting to get something from them. But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I do have, I give you in the name, I give you. And then he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. Then taking him by the right hand, he raised him up. And at once his feet and his ankles became strong. So he jumped up and started to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God, and they recognized that he was the one who used to sit and beg at the beautiful gate of the temple. So they were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him. Verse 11, while he was holding on to Peter and John, all the people, utterly astonished, ran toward them in what is called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he addressed the people. So this is Peter giving his sermon. Listen to this. 
Fellow Israelites, why are you amazed at this? Why do you stare at us as though we had made him walk by our own power or godliness? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our ancestors, had glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and denied before Pilate, though he had decided to release him. You decided the Holy and Righteous One and asked to have a murderer, murderer released to you. You denied the Holy and Righteous One and asked to have a murderer released to you. You killed the source of life, whom God raised from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in his name, his name has made this man strong, who you see and know. So the faith that comes through Jesus has given him this perfect health in front of all of you. And now, brothers and sisters, I know that you acted in ignorance, just as your leaders also did. In this way, God fulfilled what he predicted through all the prophets, that his Messiah would suffer. Therefore, repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus, who has been appointed for you as the Messiah. Heaven must receive him until the time of the restoration of all things, which God spoke about through his holy prophets from the beginning. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for, a, raise up for you a prophet like me from among your brothers. You must listen to everything he tells you, and everyone who does not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from the people. He closes that quote from Moses, and then he continues in his sermon. He says, in addition, all the prophets who have spoken from Samuel and those after him have also foretold these days. You are the sons of the prophets in the covenant that God made with your ancestors, saying to Abraham, and all the families of the earth will be blessed through your offspring. God has raised up his servant and sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your evil ways. That's the end of Acts chapter 3 and Peter's sermon there as he's scolding the folk as they were amazed at the miracle they performed in the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 3. Let's, uh, let's take a moment to soak that in and reflect on what we just read. So in Acts chapter 3, we notice that miraculous healing, the boldness that these disciples saw this man who has been lame his entire life, told them to get up and walk in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. They relied on not their own power because they didn't have any alone, but the power that flowed through them, which is the power of Jesus's name. The miracle served as a testimony to the truth of the gospel. And that was a just not, not just the spark that grew the flame of the church, but that was an absolute explosion of the church with the miracles underlying that. Peter jumps into his sermon as everyone's in awe right? Listen to what he was talking about. He wasn't saying, well, guys, you shouldn't. No. Peter was absolutely enraged. Jesus, the Messiah, God in the flesh, right before their eyes, performing these miracles, and they chose to murder him and now are in awe. 
he was upset. He was talking about, look what you did. You're the one that nailed Jesus to the cross. You're the one that chose him over, over Barabbas. You had a murderer released. And here we are doing these amazing miracles in Jesus' name. He called for their repentance and told them to turn to God. Repent of your evil ways. And that's the good news is that in spite of us, our mockery and turning our backs on Jesus over and over again, we are loved so much. And that's the amazing thing of mercy and grace is that while we're still sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. So this is a moment of honest reflection. Look at the times we chose us, the world, over Jesus, continuing to put him in the back seat, to put him in our back pocket, to choose the ways of the world, the sins that drag us down instead of him. We are loved so much that when we choose the Barabbas in our life over Jesus, even though we absolutely know that it is the wrong choice, he has mercy and grace. Let's choose Jesus today. Seek after ways that you can choose Jesus, even when the crowd is shouting else otherwise. Let's choose Jesus. Guys, thanks for joining me in Acts chapter 3. I hope what we read is a blessing to you, inspires you to live a life that is righteous, seeking after God's glory and not our own. Have an amazing day, and I can't wait to get into Acts chapter 4 with you in our next episode. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the New Testament in a Year podcast, where we simply read the Word of God and we try to unpack it so we can find application in our lives, knowing that there is nothing more powerful than God's Word. You see, Scripture is the only source that teaches us who God is and what God wants of us. My encouragement is that the Word of God will bless you and ultimately bless your friends and family. I'll encourage you to share this podcast with your friends, share it on your social media or by word of mouth. Join in. Let's read the word of God together. And through this, may God be glorified throughout reading, listening, application and understanding of his word together.